Mobile Rolling, presented by Garrard's Horse and Hound, making shopping easier with their online store. The same extensive catalogue, the same keen prices, online or over the phone. 1-800-060-896 or visit horseandhound.com.au. Let's say good morning to Chris Barsby and Jared Daffy. Good morning. Morning, guys. Morning, Steve. Morning, Chris. Got to focus on Globe tonight, Chris? Yeah, Gloucester Park. In fact, Steve, uh, Gloucester Park coming through there. Uh, it's been a long morning, I can tell you. Uh, the Mount Eden Sprint is that feature tonight, Steve. It comes through as race five. And Jared, uh, always uh, great racing each and every Friday night from GP. Let's uh, see where the money is going. Perfect Major, who caused the upset last time out, 260. As happy as Larry, $16. Medieval Man, 26. Babyface Adder at 101. Ideal Liner, 23. Vampiro, 290. Hurricane Harley, 270. That's perfect, 34. So three runners... And there's very little separating them. Perfect Major 260, Hurricane Ali 270, Vampiro 290. Where's the money going? I was going to say that there's absolutely nothing between them. They have all drifted bar one. Now, Hurricane Harley went from 230 to 280. That happened over the last two days. But just this morning, back into 270. So a bit of support there. There is money, though, for an upset. And there have been a few upsets in these races over there of recent times. And that one is as happy as Larry. Drawn barrier two, 26 into 16. But in summing up the three faves, punters have a preference for Hurricane Harley this morning. Okay, so Hurricane Harley, but a little bit of specking for as happy as Larry. And, and Matty Young yesterday gave him a bit of a push at long odds as well, so certainly okay. include him if you're playing the exotics. Uh, free-for-all tomorrow night in Sydney. A uh, good program coming through at Menangle. They've got semi-finals of the uh, New South Wales Breeders' Challenge for the two-year-olds. I'll... I'll ask uh, more about them a little bit later. But this free-for-all, we've got a real shorty, star performer, expensive ego back in action. 140 is getting set for the upcoming Lynn Smith Mile in two weeks' time. Uh, so he's a clear choice. There's only one other horse in single figures here. Vonsell Benjamin, $6. Is it all about expensive ego? It is now. Open at 135. Uh, looked like Tab Hunter thought that might have been just a shade short. Um, I guess the giveaway was that there hadn't really been a push for any of the other major ones in the market. Uh, a roughy, uh, which we have dealt with before on this segment, Lurham Lake, uh, drawn barrier nine, 23 into 18. But to be honest, that wasn't an overly big move. But now that he's out to $1.40 expensive ego, there's some multi-money coming through. No big single bets, but most importantly... No real support for anything to beat him. Okay. And what about those four races, the uh, the semifinals, two for the boys, two for the girls? Any significant movement there? Yeah, there's been a couple. Uh, in race four, uh, the top one here, Small T's, that's the two-year-old Colts and Geldings, 190 into 145. And the other one uh, is later in the night, race eight, which is the two-year-old Phillies. And uh, number eight here in Madrid, it opened at 165. And once again, a couple of decent moves has it now into 145. So they're really the, the only two big movers tomorrow night at Menangle. Race four, number one, small tees. And race eight, number eight, Madrid. And they'll be two of our legs of the multi uh, there, Chris. Okay. Uh, group one feature at uh, Melbourne tomorrow night. Ballarat, it's the Victoria Trotters Oaks. Bangles is the favourite. Drawn gate two, 210. Queen Alita at 270. Uh, others in the mix here. We're going out to seven fifty for Lady in the Sky, and then we're looking at ten dollars for Elder Baron Ursula. So two ten bangles. Is she expected to atone here? 
No, uh, well, not really. Dollar uh, eighty five out to two ten. The one they one they want to be on is the one drawn beside it and the close second pick now. Queen Alita opened at four eighty. Chris several price moves has it into its current quote of two seventy. So to be honest, not a terrible lot between the two price rise price wise now. Outside of that, no, uh, they're all rough and they don't really want to be any on anything else. So really good support for Queen Alita there uh, to beat that favourite Bangles and. It's uh, it's another one of our multi-legs. Okay. Uh, race 7 tomorrow night at Ballarat. This is the Make Mine Cullen for the Mayor's Group 3 feature. Spellbound back in action following her Queensland campaign. And she's the favourite here, Nathan Purden, Stuart McDonald, $1.90. Uh, next in betting, we're looking at Majita at four twenty, and then we're going out to $8 for the Pantheus. But Spellbound, one ninety. is she the, uh, the market mover? Yeah, it looks like she's really expected to win here. Chris opened at two dollars eighty. Majita opened at four. It's out marginally to four twenty. The big drifter is the Pantheist. Opened at four. Well, it's right out to eight dollars. No takers at all. Uh, Spellbound is clearly the one there. Two eighty into one ninety, and it's another leg of our multi. We're going overboard this week. We've got four. Oh, sounds good. Sounds good. We'll get to that in just a moment. The open class feature is race four at Albion Park tomorrow night. Uh, and there's a lot of depth in our free-for-all ranks here right now. Turn it up the favourite, 215. Colt 31, 650. Northview Hustler, 21. Famous Short, 61. Nebergring, 34. Canina Provlima at 23. LL Cool J, $8. Black Sedans, 340. Gerardas Delight, 11. Turn it up the favourite, 215. Where is the money going? I was trying to find a lead in the market, but I can't give you one. The Fabes have just eased out ever so slightly, all three. Uh, Blacks are dance down the bottom there, 320 out to 340. Uh, Colt 31, uh, 6 out to 650, and turned it up 2 out to 215. So may- no major change to the market or the order in-, in particular. But the one that's had some specking at a big price is Gerardas Delight, number 9. Opened at 26, quickly got into 11. It hasn't moved since. So in the last 24 hours, I thought there might have been a lead for one of those three in the market, but that hasn't been mm. the case. Chris, interesting to turn it up. He's going to lead, of course, from the inside. But if, drew, if it drew poorly here, would it be a 4 or $5 chance? Yeah. Yep. If it was drawn the second row, it, it wouldn't be running favourite. Okay. Mm. So, so what are you tipping? Well, I'm tipping turn it up because he's going to be in front. So you know okay. where he's going to be, where some of these other horses are. I'm not... I'm not convinced with Black Sedans and the passing lane. I, I, I want to see tomorrow night if he can get to the passing lane and then accelerate. He was really good last week where he had a bit more room to work with coming to the outside of Speeches Silver. But this is a good test for him with the passing lane. And I thought Gerardo's Delight was terrific last week. She might go three pegs in this race tomorrow night. So, um, yeah, but turn it up to the horse to beat because you know where he's going to be. Okay. Let's build the multi. Jared, what have you got? We've got... Uh... At Ballarat, race seven, number nine, Spellbound. And race eight, number three, Queen Alida. Uh, then we're off to Menangle for the other two. So I've got four. Uh, race four, number one, Small Tees. And race eight, number eight, Madrid. All four very heavily supported. Okay. And Steve, what have you come up with oh, I think tomorrow? Delphi, for the purpose of a multi, I think Delphi the place in the Caulfield Cup. Race nine, number 10, Chris. Okay. So race nine, number 10, Delphi the place. So just repeating those. Ballarat tomorrow night, race seven, number nine, Spellbound, race eight, number three, Queen Alita. And then at Menangle, it's four by one, small tees, eight by eight, Madrid. And then in the Caulfield Cup, race nine, number 10, Delphi for the place. So that's our multi. 
270. Beautiful. Sounds good. Sounds good. Jared, as always, really appreciate the time. I might pick your brain next week about the Inter-Dominion because that's going to be here before you know it. And following the Victoria Cup, there might be a little bit of market movement. So I'll, I'll pick your brain next week about the Inter-Dominion to see if there's any sort of major change coming through with that series fast approaching. Look forward to it, Chris, but let me tell you, there's not much brain left to pick, but we'll see how we go. <laughs> there's Jared Daffy joining us from Tab, and you can find all of those markets right now by going to the website, tab.com.au, and they're all there through the Harness Racing profile. Joining us each and every week now is Kay Bunt from Albion Park. She is the Membership and Communications Manager. She joined us for the first time last week. We had two newbies last week, Kate being one, Ryan Spice being the other. They both delivered... Kate delivered us. It's Mr. Clooney. Ryan was keen on the chances of Scarlet Bay. Both duly saluted. Kate is about to join us now from Albion Park. Kate, good morning. Good morning, Chris. It's great to be on again. Is everything in readiness for the return to racing? Not only today, but more so tomorrow night, being our Metro Cup. We've had some maintenance work carried out this week. Are we ready to go? Yeah, everything's um, looking really good. The track looks great. So, um, yeah, we're good to go. Get back into it. All right, you started in the best possible manner last week. It's Mr. Clooney. You said he'd lead, you said he'd win, and he duly delivered. He was very impressive, and he scored well. So well played to you. Pressure's on now. What have you come up with for tomorrow night's card? Yeah, that was a really great result. Um, I hope we can get the money early tomorrow night, Chris. So my best bet comes up in race one, Rock Fisherman. Um, Gemma Hewitt trains as pacer, and he has been a model of consistency. So... I expect Brendan Barnes to either have him sitting parked or on the front end and therefore be too hard to beat. So let's hope so. Two from two. <laughs> okay, so race one. Is he number three or four? Uh, number three, I think. Number three, Rock Fisherman. So race one, number three, Rock Fisherman. Uh, that's great. Keen to get it nice and early. More to come tomorrow morning via the club social pages. Yeah, absolutely. So Butts Best Bets will be live on our social cha uh, channels, the Creek Albion, tomorrow morning. Excellent. I spoke with Scott yesterday on Mobile Rolling, and uh, the Summer Carnival's only weeks away. November 6th is the opening night of the Summer Carnival. So with that in mind, Christmas is not going to be too far behind. It seems a, a great opportunity to contact the club now and uh, book yourself in as far as your Christmas party is concerned. Yeah, that's a fantastic idea. Yeah, so feel free to contact the club for more info and pricing. We also have all our packages and info live at thecreek.com.au. Excellent. Kate, as always, really appreciate the time. Best of luck uh, tomorrow night. We'll see you trackside. Yeah, and good luck to all the punters. Thanks, Chris. There's Kate Budd joining us. So her best bet coming through as race one, number three, Rock Fisherman. Ryan Spice joined us last week. He's going to join us each and every Friday morning now. He was really keen on the chances of Scarlet Babe, and she was up to score, and she was most impressive. That mare, that classy mare, backs up again tomorrow night, part of this Big Ten race program. Ryan now joins us. Now, Ryan, good morning. Morning, Chris. How are you? Very well. Uh, well played last week with Scarlet Babe. She was super impressive, and she looks awfully hard to beat again tomorrow night. Yeah, mate, she does. Um, this week, though, I'm not uh, super keen to back up and bet Scarlet Babe again for a few reasons. She looks like she'll be odds on. It's a small field, and the Dixon Stable has three runners, so uh, that'll just be a watch race for me. Okay, where do we find your best bet for the weekend? Uh, mate, two that I'm keen on this weekend. The first one comes up in race three. It's a band five over the mile, and I'm really keen on the chances of Key Largo. 
He comes up with barrier one. Angus Garrard retains the drive. He's a really naturally high gate-speeded horse who loves to lead and control his races. Of his 19 career victories, 18 have come over the mile. And you could argue that last week was career best, just getting beaten in 152.8. So last week, he got extended out the gate by jumping Jack Jimmy, and then he copped an early burn from Watch Pulp Fiction. So this week, with a softer lead, I think he can lead, win, and just be too good. Okay, so that's race three, number one, Key Largo. What was the other one that you, you were keen on? And the second horse I'm really keen to back is in race six. It's a 2100 quality. And I've come up with Young Conqueror for Nathan Dawson. I think he can work his way to the front. Uh, his main danger in the race, to, to my eye, looks like another statement who cops the awful gate in barrier seven. So despite probably having to do a little bit of mid-race work to find the front with Young Conqueror, I think he can prevail over the 2100-metre trip, which he has a great record over. Okay, so race six, number three, Young Conqueror being the other. We can take a multi with those two. Absolutely. I think if they come up anything black odds for both horses, there'll be a, a straight win bet, and then, yeah, I'll definitely be multiing those two up. Okay. Any thoughts on that free-for-all? Is it turn it up, uh, turn it up's race to lose, given the fact that he's got the inside gate? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, he'll lead on his ear and dictate. There just, there just won't be any mid-race tempo. So, of course, he's the one to beat. Okay. As always, appreciate the time, and uh, we'll be chatting again next week. Cheers, Chris. All right, so there's Ryan Spice joining us, just going through all of our tips so far. Maddie Young yesterday, Gloucester Park tonight, race eight, number six, don't bother me, none. Brittany Graham, like race seven, number eight, the ideal dancer, that's for Albion Park tomorrow night, Kate Butt. In the first, race one, number three, Rock Fisherman, and uh, Ryan Spice just joining us then. He was keen on the chances of race three, number one, Key Largo, and race six, number three, Young Conqueror. Darren Clayton would save the best to last. He's got the final say on this big 10-race program at Albion Park tomorrow night. He's online with us now. Darren, good morning. Yeah, good morning, Chris. Good morning, all. How are we today? Excellent. Uh, your thoughts on the free-for-all tomorrow night? 2.15, about turn it up with Tab right now. Uh, is that appealing for you, or are you just preferring to watch and, and, and wait? No, I think that's super appealing for me, Chris. The fact that he's still black figures on... I'm very bullish about that. I think he's, um, you know, he leads. And what Ryan just said, there doesn't look to be any mid-race pressure. There'd be, um, he's got a good record over 2100. You get to an easy time through those middle stages. It's going to be a turn and burn. Um, he can he can rattle off sub 27 his last 400 over 2100 meters. Gonna, there's really nothing that can mathematically do that. You wouldn't think if he provided he doesn't cop any mid-race seat, which it doesn't look like he will. Um, interesting your thoughts. I just heard you mention there before you'd like to see Blacks dance up the passing lane. Agree with that as well. And, and like you said, like I say, if, um, he can rattle off low 27, sub 27. That last 400. Well, if Blacks dance doesn't get racetrack to work with before the turn. Well, it's very hard for him to, to muster that speed to run him down. So, yeah, I'm really keen to turn it up in black figures. Okay. So what do you think would be rock-bottom odds to turn it up then? I thought he could get as low as $1.70 in that field. You've got Colt 31 to his outside, who we know is going nowhere near as well as he has previously. He's probably not going to want to um, 
Well, he obviously doesn't have the speed to cross turn it up, so he's not going to take a shot early. He then probably gets left exposed, and you wouldn't expect Grant Dixon to really want to bust him first up when he has these upcoming summer features. He's first up from a bit of a let-up. Um, I can't foresee any other horse rolling around to, to sit outside him. Perhaps LL Cool J would be the one that needs to do some work. Again, another horse that's first up and probably doesn't want to throw it all out on the table um, this early in his campaign. Okay. Uh, your best bet on this program tomorrow night, where do we find it? Well, I'm going with another of the uh, Shane Graham runners, and that's in race seven, horse number six, Glen Eagle Warrior. Uh, he was a winner of a sort of similar style race, uh, three or four runs back now, where he was able to take control of that race in the early stages. And once in front, um, never really worried. It was an easy win for him on that occasion. Since that win, uh, he hasn't been too far away. He stuck to the pegs last week. Uh, just was too far back. It was a blanket finish, and he wasn't too far away. Double or nothing was the winner there. Um, I think gate six, a little bit of a, a wider rally, but that shouldn't be too much of a concern. It's already an early scratching, and um, I think he finds the ideal conditions there. Race seven, horse six, Glen Eagle Warrior. Okay, so race seven, number six, Glen Eagle Warrior. Let's try and figure out a quaddy for tomorrow night. The main quaddy races five, six, seven, and eight. How do we attack this opening leg? Yeah, keen on Tommy Lincoln here, Chris. Uh, number one, Lombo Heaven will be the leader and will have them rolling. Tommy Lincoln gets the gap and uh, provided he gets momentum into that passing lane, he's going to be mighty hard to stop. He's tackled free-for-all companies past couple. Um, so this is a nice dropping grade for him. He was only five metres behind Speeches Silver last time, not far behind Turn It Up the start prior. So um, just needs that little bit of luck. Mac Da Vinci's obviously the main danger. Draws badly out in gate seven and is first up in six weeks without a trial. So um, that's a, a big ask. He did have a, a good 151.1 mile win to his name the start prior to his break. Um, so that's good form for this. But uh, happy to go five, uh, sorry, seven and eight with the eight on top, Tommy Lincoln, in this opening league. Just before you get your thoughts on the next league, Darren, this Moe race, Gallops events coming up in about two minutes. Four major impact is $1.80 tab fixed. 12 Miss Saluka is at $6. $8 about 15 Lalalel Falls. But 180 four major impact. The first at Moe on Cup Day, Chris? Uh, Steve, we're just getting the quaddy thoughts for Darren tomorrow night. We're up to race six, the second leg that starts the treble. Young Conqueror, Ryan Spice, with keen on him. Do you agree? Yeah, um, it's good to get Ryan's uh, back up on that. I'm very keen as well. Young Conqueror and going one out with him in in this quaddy. Probably looks a dropping grade from what he's been. Although this is a qualifier, um, he has tackled some... Uh, what they call the veterans races, but they're horses that are um, progressed well past qualifying grade, and he's been able to win a couple of those. So from gate three, I expect him to get to the front, and from there he can dictate. I can't see uh, anything getting the wood on him there, so playing one out with number three, Young Conqueror. All right, thanks, Darren.